Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brian here. Kimberly here. And Kevin. Wanted to let you know to stay after the episode to hear our Broadway.com Audience Choice Awards. Uh, our picks at the end of this episode. Also, don't forget, follow us at Broadwasted on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe. Five stars, please. And now, another round. Pour me another round. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another round with Broad Wasted, who are pre-gaming for the weekend. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and my fellow Broad Wastians, four whiskeys and seven beers ago, when gin the course of boozy events, I have a spiked egg cream. We, the rum-soaked people, in order to form a more perfect onion pearl Gibson, ask not what your local brewery can do for you, but what you can do for your local brewery. All we have to cheers is cheers itself, so give me whiskey or give me death. But as we all know, all the old hangovers never die, they just fade away. <laughs> today we consider ourselves the drunkiest people in the bar, and joining us for that today are the usual General Washingtons who are going to teach Jin how to say good ride. Good ride? I hate you so much. What in their whistle today is Kevin Finest Marguerite Towers Jager. Yes, Marguerite <laughs> No, I didn't. That was a lot easier, yeah. I appreciate it. I know. Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter of the hour. And gin and tonic extraordinaire. Yeah, extraordinaire. Um, and with us today are the crew, cast, as well as the creative team behind the imbibe at New World Stages. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to Friends of the Show. Friends of the Show. The cast, crew, and creative team of the imbibe Welcome, everybody. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank you very much. <laughs> Things I Google today, famous speeches. <laughs> well done. It worked um, out for you. But as we, I'd love to go around the table, um, and I'd love for you to say who you are, how you're involved with uh, the Imbibe, uh, and what your social media handles are, and what your favorite drink is. That's a good one. It's a lot of things, but I think you can do it. I'll start. Okay, my name is Anthony Caparelli. I am the creator and producer of the Imbibe. Um, you can get me on Twitter 
at drinkart, D-R-I-N-K-A-R-T, um, and obviously at the underscore imbible, I-M-B-I-B-L-E. Hi, I'm Kate Hoover. I am the alto in the show. Um, and my favorite drink is any kind of whiskey scotch. I mean, I'm drinking a Jameson right now, so we'll say Jameson. Um, my Instagram account is uh, at Kate Hoover, which is like Hoover, only with an A on the M. <laughs> so original. Hello, I'm Alec Lee. I play the bass in the Imbible. And uh, my uh, Twitter and Instagram handle is at AlecLeeNYC. My favorite drinks, um, in the colder months, I, I go towards the old fashions of the world. And uh, as soon as the sun comes out, a spicy margarita will get me going. Yeah. Kim Garner and the stage manager of the Bible. All of my social media handles are at Spark in the Night, which is a Green Day reference. Yes, it is. is. <laughs> oh, I got that. You're awesome. It's been the way since I was about 13. Cool. Oh, <laughs> what, was your, what was your AIM uh, screen name? Oh, oh. Uh, what's her name with three E's at the end? You're another Green Day reference, right? And, and my MySpace URL yes. was Starry Night underscore City Lights, just to throw it in your face. How many times did you see um, American Idiot? Only once, actually. And it wasn't even with Billy Joe, so I failed. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. I did just see them recently, like, a month ago, so we're good. Uh, But my favorite drink is sour beers, which I happen to be drinking right now. It is a tartastic sour beer. First time drinking. Amazing. That was incredible. <laughs> so many great games. I don't really want to follow that. Hi, I'm Nicole Di I'm the co-producer, director, and the soprano in the Imbible. Yes! Um, I favor Anthony's gin and tonic. Honestly, it is my favorite. It is my favorite. Um, I am not good at the social media. I promise you I am on there, and if you, like, Google Nicole Di something will come up. I was literally just telling Anthony that I couldn't look at your guys' page because I don't remember my password. <laughs> so, you have yeah. a website. Okay. Winning. 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 Hashtag winning. winning. <laughs> we got the hashtag thing down. Do you have a favorite drink? My go-to drink is usually a whiskey ginger ale, but old fashions are my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, do you have a favorite drink? Margarita, all the way. Yeah. I'm from Florida. We live on the beach where we just drink margaritas all day long. Is it just like a regular margarita or is it like a flavored one that you like? The like avocado margarita from Mexico I mean, and you, you can get fancy. You can get There's some good tequila. It's on the rocks. Frozen is fun for like those fun days, but like on the rocks. Oh, yeah. and a no. And I like gin and tea. As I say, which I I realize is a weird thing to say, I grew up on gin and tonics. It is my mom's favorite drink. Well, I bartended her Christmas party when I was 15. So, just to show you the difference between our moms, my mom's favorite drink was a Kahlua mudslide. And in fourth grade, she taught me and my friends how to make them so that we could make them for her parties, her cooking and craft nights. <laughs> <laughs> the very first time I ever got drunk, I yes. like basically mixed every kind of 
kind of liquor in my parents' cabinet. And is that how we all did that? I probably, like, I'm assuming, oh, no. yeah, you just kind of were like, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, make a good sauce. Have and one, Have one, and it was me and my, my, like, best friend at the time, and we were like, we're not feeling anything, let's make another. And he wanted to mix it with something, and so he looked in our fridge, and I saw some milk in my fridge. Oh, and no. We like, yeah, that's good. We were already drunk at this point, but, like. Did you accidentally make a cement mixer? I, <laughs> I, I only remember, like, we added the milk in, and it immediately curdled, and I looked at it and looked at my friend and went, does this look curdled? And she goes, maybe. And I take a sip, I'm like, it's fine. And oh, no. just kept drinking the milk. And then the next day, my mother punished us because she, of course, knew we had been drinking and came in at like 7 a.m. was like, get up, I'm taking you to get many petties. And oh, so like at no. right in the early morning, we had to go and like sit in these chairs while like we were jailed. And we were drunk over as have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Just for just for good measure, even though we did already. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking a cider. It's a, it's a red cider, whatever that means. It's a down east cider. I'm drinking old fashioned. Let's go around the table. What are you drinking? UFO Huckleberry beer. Um, I'm drinking Jameson. I am also drinking Jameson because Kate is a good influence. <laughs> uh, I want that on the record. <laughs> so I have that tartastic sour beer. Um, I'm drinking a Coney Island Mermaid Pilsner. What I'd like to start with is. So going in... Wait, we haven't started yet? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome... No. Halo? Halo. The video game? No. Um, so, what... So, basically, we went in having no idea what this was. Ah. Kevin and I basically thought that it was like a funny take on the Ten Commandments with alcohol. <laughs> we went in and we got something that was part history, part acapella, part... Just you know, um, people interactive watching. people watching, people watching for sure. Um, so I'd love to hear you guys explain what your show is to our listeners, so that we can kind of, kind of talk about what we saw tonight. I always explain the show. I want to hear the cast explain. I've the explained show. many times. Yeah, I think Kim has seen the show more than anyone yeah. in the world. Yeah, Kim is our stage manager. She's been with us from literally day one. She watched the show every single night. Explain the Bible. You up for this? So yeah, no, and I, I tell people all the time that it's it's not a normal show. I'm like, you're not going to like a normal theater experience. It's science. It's history. It's acapella, barbershop quartet, and it's all just like a really interactive different experience we're going into so it's like it, it basically what you said all a culmination of those oh, so I did things. it all right. you did you did good <laughs> I had a couple friends that came and saw it like way back when we were still at the Soho Playhouse and my one friend described it as a love letter to booze kind of you know yeah. like basically yeah it just takes you throughout the whole history of like when we first discovered we could drink alcohol through its influence in our culture and throughout like just humanity's culture and history, how we learn to distill it. But it's all told through like pantomiming and yeah. 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 Well I was saying earlier that I'm a big history nut and a nerd for that stuff. So it's you know, I know all the high level history and like the basic history of the world. However, it was nice to see a portion of that, kind of the undertones of that, like 
you know, the East India Trading Company with the gin, you know, like those. You didn't really learn that in high school. No. Yeah. 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 That, that wasn't in my social studies book or my my midi my medieval European history book. And that's how they discovered the gin and tonic. Don't drink one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't do drugs, kids. However, <laughs> it's important to history. You know, I always I always describe it to people as like a musical comedy TED talk. Like I, I sort of give oh, people an idea. Oh, that's really good. Uh, good. Because you know people you know, TED talks sort of you know focus I like on one. a specific you win. You win. topic yeah. that people don't necessarily hear in depth about, but it's intriguing and engaging. And then we also add the music and the humor and, and the um, drinking. It's well, right, and the drinking obviously. But like I always have trouble describing it because it is a very unique like yeah. theatrical experience. But um, I think that helps people understand it at least you know in a way. I'd love to hear where this idea came from, how you all got involved. Um, because it's so unique and something that you can only really find in New York, it feels like. Um, well, we have some food coming. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So, I, this was this actually started. Um, I've been. I'd also love to hear a little bit about your background because I know yeah. you are you're in the hospitality industry. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, right. So um, I started. Um, I actually started a web series, a video podcast called Art of the Drink, which was the very first. Uh, video web series on cocktails and spirits. We actually launched five months after YouTube uh, opened to the public. So yeah, yeah, it was literally like we were the very first web video series, and so it, it got some traction early on because there was nothing else like it. And from that, I was able to start working with some of the liquor brands and doing um, teaching and seminars for them. And I started working at the Institute of Culinary Education here in New York. I'm currently the director of beverage studies. Long story short, is my job at one point was to go around the country and give lectures on the science and history of alcohol. But I also was always running theater companies. I've been in theater since I was eight years old, and Nicole uh, and I were running a company called Broadway Theater Studio, and we would always incorporate elements of theater into these seminars, because they're usually kind of dry. When you go in, you talk about, like, um, uh, you like what I did there? Yeah. And to, to kind of, yeah, and to juice them up a little, they always serve alcohol. So when you, whenever you go to a seminar that's hosted by, like, Bacardi, you get three Bacardi drinks. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. So we would then add, like, comedy and skits and costumes and things like that. So at the end of, of a of seminar that was called The Science of Mixology, where I'm literally, like, putting thermocouples into martini glasses to see if chilling them makes the drink colder. Um, we, uh, someone comes up to me and says, you know, this is New York, as, as you just said. If you just, like, ran this downtown, people would come see it. Yeah. And five years later, I finally ended up writing this show, um, which basically was a culmination of a lot of the lectures and seminars that I had been giving, mixed with theatrical elements, kind of tied together with a, an overarching sort of theme. Um, and we entered it in the Fringe, New York Fringe Festival in 2014, and it's been running ever since. So that's kind of how it happened. It was a culmination of a lot of things that I was doing at the time. So it's like part industrial. It's Sesame Street for adults with booze. Yeah. <laughs> it's sketches and yeah. comedy and songs and and facts, right? Yeah. I mean, I grew up on Sesame Street. That was my mother's name. Sesame Street. You lived on company. Sesame Street? I you wish grew up I there? did, dude. I wish I did. I love that. Yeah, that would be amazing. So, so I think, you know, on a very, probably more than subconscious level, that, that to me is how you learn. Cool. Now, was that part of your audition? Like, did you have to, like, drink to show how well you Chug drink? Chug up. We actually, yeah. we don't have to drink. But we do ask for service experience. Oh, okay. So service industry, bartending. That does make sense. And really, actors in New York is probably really hard to find. I know. <laughs> 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 really hard. 
But I mean, you see these guys, they're actually serving drinks yeah. in glasses on yeah. trays. The way they're sitting on trays was like very good. While like walking around and singing, singing and yeah. you know, making sure that the it's amazing. What this cast does amazes me every night. It's giving me popcorn when I need it. <laughs> so, oh, popcorn was perfectly salted. Yes, yeah, it's so good, right? Yeah, really good popcorn. We destroyed it before the show started. No, you two destroyed it before the show started. It's my favorite food. I hold no bars. In the show, you talk about what a bartender versus a mixologist is. Um, I'd love to, for you to share that with the audience, and then I'd love to hear your best bartender joke. Yes. As I say in the show, I, I, what I, 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 I mentioned that I teach um, bartending and mixology and stuff, and I always tell my students it's very important that mixologists today are a breed of bartenders that are very much about the drink, they're about making drinks. Bartenders, old school bartenders, are more about serving the drink, and to me it's that transition, it's when the, the glass goes from my hands as the bartender to your hands as the guest. If that's not your primary concern, you're missing the boat. I don't care what's in the glass. I do, that's wrong. I do care what's in the glass. I'm going to make you the best drink. The experience is when it crosses the bar. And old school bartenders get that. And our industry has gotten a little precious lately. And it's kind of very vogue to put on a lab coat and have a beard and like make a drink with your back to the guest and take 15 <laughs> minutes and you know express the you know the skin of a walnut or whatever the hell they're doing back there. I don't even know, right? What, what is that? But but the, the best bartenders that I work with still proudly call themselves bartenders and realize that yes, people are coming to you for the liquid, but it's for the experience around the glass more than what's in the glass. So that to me is really, really important. And we have to, we've, we've lost a little bit sight of that in the industry and we need to get it back, we need to get it back quickly. I actually do seminars um, on storytelling in the, in for bartenders. Like, That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Going to a bar is a social like, event. It is not like, I'm gonna sit alone and sip a fine whiskey. Like you're going there to meet people. Exactly. Even if you're going alone, you're expecting to have a conversation yeah, I always say my measure of a good bartender, it, you know, what, what I, people are always like, what do you look for in a bartender? They always expect me to say, oh, you know, great recipes, technique. I always say, if I go to a bar alone at the beginning of the night, which is when I normally go sit at the bar, if by the end of the night I know everyone else sitting at the bar and it's because the bartender introduced me, yeah, absolutely. that's the best thing. That's what I look for. Yep. Yeah. So, what's your best bartender joke? And so, a neutron walks into a bar. Goes up, the bartender orders a drink, bartender makes it for him, the neutron looks at him and says, what do I owe you? Bartender looks back and goes, for you, there's no charge. <laughs> Anybody else got one? So, my family has this joke they've been telling for years, and it, it's really more of an inside joke than anything else, but so the joke is, why are dinosaurs big, green, and scaly? Why? Because if they were small, round, and fuzzy, they'd be tennis balls. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever laughs at it except my family members. We're the only ones. Good effort. Good effort. Thank you. Thank you. A bar joke? Yeah. I have a bar joke. Oh, go for it, Kevin. Okay. So a man walks into a bar and he, there's no one else in the bar except the bartender and he hears this beautiful music and he looks and he sees this tiny little man playing a tiny piano on top of his bar. 
and he's and the guy's like, this is incredible. Where did this come from? He's like, oh well, I have a genie and a lamp. And he's like, what? What? Let me see it. He's like, you can have it. I don't want it. So he gives the genie to the guy. The guy rubs the lamp. The genie comes out, and he's like, I can give you a wish. And he goes, great. I'll have a, a million bucks. And all of a sudden, he's surrounded by a million ducks. And he's like, what is happening? So he goes back to the bartender, and he's like. Dude, what are you talking about? The guy got this genie and he gave me a million ducks. He's like, do you think I wish for a 10-inch pianist? Mine is two peanuts walk into a bar. One was assaulted. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Your show is incredibly interactive. You guys are all right there with the audience. You're in the audience. You're around the audience. You're talking to the audience. You're sitting in the audience drinks. I got to hear your best audience stories. Oh, we all know it. Who wants to tell it? Nicole. This one's spectacular. So when we were at Soho, the premium seats, which you saw tonight, are the bar seats. Uh-huh. They got champagne. They, they do get a fourth complimentary cocktail. For $20 extra, you too can get a fourth <laughs> complimentary drink at the Imbibal. And sit at the bar. Anyway. Nicole does so. a lot of her solos directly to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I noticed that. We, at Soho, they sat on the stage. So it was still at a bar, but the bar had a, like a cabaret stage. Um, and these five older women came in ready for like a night out. Yeah. Came drunk. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, already in. I love it. There, uh, Anthony, like, start the show. He's talking about yeast. One screams out, Kathy has a yeast infection right now! <laughs> and immediately we're all just like, shit. It's one of those nights. <laughs> yeah. That's like 30 seconds in. <laughs> it's 30 seconds into the show. It's the very first thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did that, did that escalate? Did they leave? Did you kick them out? We tried to kick them out, and then they threatened to sue us. Oh my god. For what? I don't know, but we have a very distinct disclaimer. Uh, yeah. Disruptive or intoxicated guests may be refused alcohol of service or were asked to leave the theater. It's like you, you pointed out, and the first thing you do. And they were just like yelling at you guys the whole time. Yeah, they walked out cursing out the other customers. The other patrons, yes. yeah. They were really? like really? F-bombs. Yeah. F-bombs. Like, F- yeah. 65 year old women. And, yeah. My mom usually <laughs> behaves. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. Um, at one point in the show, I sing to an audience member. Yeah. Tonight, he had independent eye movement. Yes. <laughs> Which was crazy to me. But this one night, we were packed. Packed. And I saw this man, so I turned and I pointed this man. And now, as you see, I, I usually go to the man. This man was like, oh my gosh, this is my day to shine. He stands up and grabs a cane. He had dyed his hair and he was actually about to turn 80. He told me. So he comes out through the audience. And not kidding you, the song was what, like seven minutes long? Because we did an entire dance. He was a he was a performer on a cruise line. He told us all about it. And then he said, I said, what's your name? And he said, it's Bruce Storm. Can't you just see it in lights? <laughs> and so at intermission, I changed, you saw our PowerPoint? Yeah. I changed our PowerPoint to say Bruce Storm. And it no. came up on all the TV. <laughs> so he could see it in lights. So he could see it in lights. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. 
What's your favorite bar in New York City? Daddy-o. Oh, I yeah? Mean, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and start the conversation. I mean, I have so many. I yeah. mean, I love, obviously, you know, the big ones, Employees Only, Dead Rabbit, Pagu um, Club, Gathling Company, Amore Amargo. I love all these guys. Um, Seamstress is going to kill me if I remember um, But when, when, when the industry, folks in the industry have to just go out and get a drink, they head down to Daddy-O, man. It's just a cool bar. It's got a great whiskey selection, great cocktails, best tater tots in the city, and they cook oh. food till 4 a.m. It's nice. awesome. Where is it? It's down uh, Bedford and I always forget. Area. Yeah, it's right like right off Seventh. West so, Village, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bedford and Downing, yeah. right there. Bedford and Downing. Yeah. There's a really nice whiskey bar that I just found up on the Upper West Side called Caldonia. And there's one on the east side too. They have two, but it's a really great like yeah like it's got like American whiskey, Irish whiskey, Scotch whiskey. The bartenders are like super nice and knowledgeable, and will like tell you all about the whiskeys and like yeah like it's it's almost like getting a, a whiskey le- you know, history lesson when you go in there. Yeah. I love, but yeah, I just found that place and I've been there a couple times and it's really cool. So I guess that currently. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because it's right underneath, literally right underneath my apartment, but it's called <laughs> Weather Up in Prospect Heights, and it's really amazing. It's just this place that's, like, very, it's, like, hipster, nondescript bar. It doesn't have a sign outside. You just have to know to go in there. It's, like, really, yeah, I know. But it is really good, and they have an awesome outdoor area, which I like a lot. It's just really, really good drinks that they, like, obviously take the time to make, and they just obviously are really into their craft. So, yeah, Weather Up. I mean, I personally like E's Bar, which is next to Jacob's Pickles, yeah, which I are both closed right now because yeah. of the fire. Yep. Jacob's Pickles. But yeah. I, I live right there, and they have games, and I love games. So I was just going to say that I like the two bars on 149th, right? 49th, yeah. 149th and Broadway. There are three bars all by the same owners, and the Honeywell just opened, and it is a 70s in the bars at your feet because you like sit down into it. Oh, that's amazing. You can get cocktail meatballs. <laughs> and you can get a drink served in the lava lamp. Dude, I'm like writing this down. It's called Honeywell. That sounds like something. It's going to make it in Bible outing. Um, yeah. But next to it is at the Wallace. Which has like giant Jenga and giant Connect Four and all that stuff. And Buck Hunter. Um, so basically, you go to at the walls while you're waiting for your table at Honeywell to be ready. It's great. Amazing. Obviously, I love Marie's prices. Of course. But I also love the Highlands right there. Yeah. Um, and then up near where I live, I really oh, like. Oh, I love Fat Cat. Um, I love the games and like the activities in the bar. Kevin, what's your what's your favorite bar in the city? I'm not good at that. Like I, because I would say blockheads because I uh, love margaritas. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I love going to see a show in Europe and then going to blockheads. Or That's going to blockheads. I wish we knew that. Or just right going to blockheads and forgetting you have to go see a show. <laughs> no, I just, almost I, done. To me, like I love spring and summer from Florida. I don't understand this coldness you guys deal with. But like to me, when people are sitting outside of blockheads again, like that's the beginning of spring. I have an idea. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. I have a game. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So we play a game each episode of the Lights of Broadway show cards. I have a huge stack of them, and you use that person to. To inspire a cocktail. Oh, wow, this is a hard game. Wow. Kevin, uh-huh. can you go first? Sure. So I have Alan Cumming. All right, so for, for Alan Cumming, I would make the the Willkommen Vodka cocktail that is going to be a strong, um, is there, there's not German vodka, is there? Probably. I'm, I'm sure there is. So a German vodka of some kind, <laughs> and it's mixed in with, um, a dash of lime and <laughs> dash of lime and a little bit of gin to make you like kind of cough but then get way drunk. So it's a vodka gin lime cocktail called the Vodka Vilkomen. The Vodka Vilkomen Vesper. I have Angela Lansbury. Yes, I love her. <laughs> and it's called Merlot, she wrote. Yeah! Oh, dude! <laughs> and she's just going to drink Merlot while she writes her murder mysteries. <laughs> and then she'll have, you know, she'll bring her Merlot with her when she's solving said mysteries. And then she'll come back home and write about those mysteries while drinking more Merlot. I love it. Yeah. Merlot, she wrote. served in a mini cauldron? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Carol Burnett. Yeah. This, this cocktail, um, well, call back to uh, the Burnett's vodka that I had in <laughs> junior year of high school. Oh, oh, yeah. And so 
that the plastic bottle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only plastic. Burnett's vodka with just a splash of grenadine for that Carol Burnett red hair. And that's nice. all you get because you don't get more than just Burnett's vodka when you're in high school. That's all. That's it. That's it. Nancy, oh my gosh. It's been like women on the verge of a nervous shakedown, and it's oh. like a, it's a, some kind of shake and drink. Yes. <laughs> I assume, yeah, it's some kind of crazy mix of just like the, the tartest, like pineapple juice with Goldschlager. Yes. Yes. Because she would, she would drink solid gold. Like I would believe that with her vocal parts. That was incredible. Yeah. Woman of the Birds of a Dervish shake show. Yeah. Anthony has Christian Genoan. No, I was going to go, I mean, I was going to go good man. There you go. Do it. Um, well, All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a peanut old-fashioned for the peanuts. How about that? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Can I have that right now? Yeah, so you, you're going to uh, take some sugar and water and boil them together with some peanuts so that it infuses the... You make simple syrup that tastes like peanuts and then mix okay. it with bourbon uh, over the ice and then two dashes of black walnut bitter. So it would be a peanut old-fashioned. How's that? That's probably right. actually right. make that. One of yeah. That sounds actually amazing. <laughs> yeah. Please make that. Everything else we said was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have Tommy tune. And so this will be served in a highball glass. Naturally. Obviously. Very tall. Oh, yes. Very Obviously. You're going to need to muddle boy. everything together in a rhythmic fashion so that it sounds like the ice is tapping against the glass <laughs> while you're behind there. It's tap, tap, tapping on the glass? It is. Tap, tap, tapping on the glass. It's waving through the window. <laughs> um, then... Oh, and then it's just going to be a spin on a Shirley Temple, because it is uh, him and his girl. Oh, clever. What kind, uh, of, a, what kind of a spin? Uh, Fuete. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to have gin in a Shirley Temple, because that sounds delightful to me. Gin Shirley Temple? Yeah, because I just sub vodka. I just sub gin for vodka anytime. So I was like, it has vodka in it. I'm like, no, it now has it gin in it. See, I, I sub vodka for tequila and everything. I like the, the Mexican meal more than a Moscow. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And that actually brings us to the end of our episode. You guys did it. We made it. You're officially friends of the show now. Yay! So, we wanted to thank you. Uh, follow them on social media. Uh, again, that's at the underscore imbibe. Uh, it's at New World Stages. Uh, you can get uh, tickets uh, yep. on Telecharge and from their website. And they're starting brunch. Yeah, can you explain uh, the new shows they have running? Yeah, so there's actually, um, in addition to the main show, which is the Imbibal Spirited History of Drinking, which is um, in an open run of New World Stages, you can check out imbibal.nyc. Um, we are uh, opening Memorial Day week weekend, our latest show, which is the fourth version of the Imbibal. It's our brunch show, the Imbibal Day Drinking. And it's the story of brunch Woo! and brunch drinks. Yeah. So you learn about the origin of a Bloody Mary. You learn about coffee and Irish coffees. You learn about champagne and Bellinis and all kinds of good stuff like that. And then we obviously serve them to you. Um, and we're actually going to open that show with a Bloody Mary bar. So you get to make your own Bloody Mary. Oh, like I didn't know stuff. that. Yeah. It's a brunch show. 
Yeah, so that's going to be like, I think it's going to be like one of the coolest things to do for brunch in New York City. Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, in the summer, we're bringing back a show that we wrote a couple years ago called The Imbible, Tiki Drinks and Pirates. It's a story of rum told by singing pirates. And the story of rum, for your listeners, you may be familiar, it's just fascinating. It's about the triangular trade and slavery and colonialism. And in the winter, we always run our holiday show, which is The Imbible Christmas Carol Cocktails. It's a sequel to A Christmas Carol where Scrooge decides he wants to throw a Christmas party, but he has no idea how to make drinks because he's been Scrooge his whole life. So he calls all this the holiday spirits. See what we did there? They call all the holiday spirits, he calls all the holiday spirits back and they go out for another night, but this time they teach him about cocktails, past, present, and future. And we serve them to the audience. And this is that, for that show, we actually take the audience up on stage and they get to make the drinks so that when they want to go home, have their own holiday parties, they know how to make the drinks. Oh, the that's parties. awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. It sells out like every year. Well, again, go to imbible.nyc to get tickets at the underscore imbible, hashtag thirsty theater with an R-E. We had an awesome time. a bar, so like, yeah. we obviously loved it. <laughs> but um, again, also follow us at Broadwasted on all social media. Head over to us on iTunes and subscribe. Join our mailing list on our website, broadwasted.com. But we end every episode with a quote. And today's episode is, let's have another, one more all around. What a lovely way to drown. Right, sir? Raisin. Raisin? The musical based on Raisin in the Sun. It's they called, made a musical based on Raisin in the Sun. Yeah, Raisin. it's called Raisin, and the song is called Booze. It's mid-act one. Thanks to learning the bar. But let's raise our glasses, and as we end every episode... Zoo-doo-wop-bop. Cheers. 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 Oh, we're also at Jasper's. I don't think I, did I say that? No. We're at Jasper's on 51st and 9th, and their drinks are delicious. Jasper's. Hear all about it. You thought that awards season was already at capacity? Well, you thought wrong. Your favorite alcohol drinking, theater loving, podcasting fools, Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly, are back to discuss the Broadway.com Audience Choice Awards because, let's face it, they may be broad wasted, but they're mostly audience members who are drunk. Not always. You know what I mean. And here they are. We're back, here to make our picks for the Broadway.com Audience Choice Awards. Let's do this. I'm Brian Plofsky. We have Kevin. Hey, guys. And Kimberly. Hello. And we're drinking some beer and wine. Woo! Totally. Let's face it, the Tonys aren't everything. Am I right, guys? No. Not yet. I'm sorry. (laughs) But there's a whole season of shows we've seen and that you've seen, so let's figure out who our personal winners are with the Broadway.com Audience Choice Awards. Yeah. What would you guys give out? If you had to give out an award from your heart. Ensemble. Best ensemble. No, 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 no. Like, oh. what would you give them? The ensemble? Like a locket? Or a trophy? Oh, what would their prize be? I yeah. see, I see, I see. Or a, like a piece of gum? A stick of gum? <laughs> <laughs> I would give them a hug. i give them a homemade cookie. Oh, that's probably much better than mine. I know. <laughs> I would give them like a free nap card that they could use for their show to give the company manager, and then they could just take a nap instead of doing the show. That would disappoint a lot of people if one of your favorites won. That's true, but then they would get a nap, so they'd be even better (laughs) next time. (laughs) Um, The nominees for the 22 categories were actually selected by fans who voted for all eligible candidates in a comprehensive Broadway.com survey. 
You can vote now on Broadway.com forward slash awards uh, through May 17th. But uh, let's play a game and discuss. Let's do it. Kimberly, lead us. Well, since again, these are the awards of our hearts, our own personal hearts, we'll decide these awards. Just, you know, in case you have somebody else's heart. I don't know how that works. I guess I have Jay's heart, and he has my heart. I'm a tin man. That was gross. I have everyone's heart. (laughs) Look, sir, a heart. From Twelfth Night. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Look, sir, droids. <laughs> we're going to try and guess where everyone in this room's heart lies. So when I name a category, I'll pick one of the three of us. We're going to count to three and all guess who that person <coughs> thinks will win that category. Great. Shall we start with favorite new musical? Let's do it. You know what? And this is going to be Kevin's heart. Oh, I love this. Oh. Ready? Someone's so we're going to So Kevin, on three, you say who you want to win this. Out of your, out of the goodness of your heart. Who I want to, or who I think is going to. Who you to. want no, who to. You want. Who okay. you will vote for. Totally. And then we're gonna try and guess. Uh, the nominees are Amelie, Anastasia, Bandstand, Come From Away, Dear Evan Hansen, Natasha Pierre, and The Great Comet of 1812. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Come, Come from, from Away. away. Yeah. It was so good. But also process of elimination. You've only seen two of those. Truth. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> Doing the math. Uh, I okay. think I think I'd agree with you. Oh no no no. That's well, yeah, this is the Tony. This for? is the Tony dilemma. But this again is that the goodness of your own heart. No, I would probably. It, it would be between Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen. But I I really love Dear Evan Hansen. I really really did. I think I would go with Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, I also have only seen two, so I would vote for Come From Away. Cool. All right, favorite musical revival. I'll read it to and you. My heart. It. Yeah, yeah. Revival. Cats. Falsettos. Hello, Dolly. Miss Saigon. Sunday in the Park with George. Sunset Boulevard. With my heart? This is hard because you have so much heart in this. <laughs> so much heart. Right. Two very different parts of my heart. I know. One, two, three. Falsettos. Sunday in the Park with George. And you didn't even see it, but I just know you love it so much. I do love it, but I honor their wishes. And oh. they took themselves out of award uh, eligibility for the Tonys. So. I think that's beautiful. I love oh, them. so your heart cares about their heart. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's sweet. sweet. Also, my heart loved falsettos. <laughs> your heart will go on. Okay. Favorite long-running show. Ooh. Is this me? Yes. The Book yes. of Mormon, Hamilton, Kinky Boots, The Lion King, Waitress, Wicked. This I mean, I agree tricky. that Hamilton has been running for a while, but like, can we call that a long-running show? No, so I want cannot. you to know that I was not going to vote for ha- before we guessed mine. You could automatically take Hamilton out of the running because it's only been a year. Because it's only been a year, I don't, I don't think that's okay. That's not a long-running yeah. show. Yeah. Well, I guess it's been two. They can know right. that it's uh, almost uh, two. Yeah. They can know that one going waitress to Waitress is not long-running either. Yeah, yeah. So let's do this. One, right. two, three. The Book Wicked. of Mormon oh. for sure. Book of Mormon. I win. I don't know. I knew your sister loved Wicked. I guess she does, and I love Wicked too. But I just love Book of Mormon. Oh, this is so interesting. Favorite tour. Oh, and I get this. Okay, uh, you read it. Sure. Book of Mormon, Finding Neverland, Fun Home, Rent, Something Rotten, Wicked. This is so tricky. I haven't seen any of these tours, but my but mother seen has seen that some, right. and I've seen all of these shows. Let's do this. One, two, three. Fun, Fun Home. Oh. Mostly because we. We talk about it we in a future talk, episode yeah. that you won't get. So with our mothers for next week. Yeah, stay tuned for next week. Happy Mother's Day. Okay, uh, Kevin. 
Okay, Kev. Favorite leading actor in a musical. Ooh, good. Christian <laughs> okay. Borel, Fossetos, Corey Cott, Bandstand, uh, Josh Groban, Natasha Pierre, and the Great Comet of 1812, Jake Gyllenhaal, Sunday in the Park with George, Andy Carl, Groundhog Day, Ben Platt, Dear Evan Hansen. Ready, Kevin? One. Two, three. Two, three. Corey, Corey Cott. Cott. Yeah, that, that would be my, my vote, too. Because he deserves a heart hug. He deserves some love. Yeah. What would you give him? I would I would give him a hug and then, like, a towel, because he's working his ass he off and he got really that sweaty. That is true. Mm-hmm. I'd give him some really cute baby toys for his new child. <laughs> totally. And a, little, a little Tony Trophy rattle. Oh, that would be cute, too. That would be cute. I'm right. up... Lead actress in a musical. Christy Altamar, Anastasia, Annalie Ashford, Sunday in the Park with George, Danae Benton, Natasha Pierre, Bette Midler, Hello Dolly, Laura Osnes Bandstand, Philip Passu, Amelie. One, One, two, two three. three. Benton. Laura Benton. Oh, we all said someone different. Wow. Because I love Laura. We'll see. I love Laura so much. Um, but for some reason, like, of the things I remember from Comet... And I saw it a, a bit ago. I, I thought she was lovely. Oh. Totally. I love her in Unreal. Yes. She's so good. All right. Featured actor in a musical. For me. Gavin Creel, Hello Dolly. Mike Feist, Dear Evan Hansen. Ramin Karimlu, Anastasia. Derek Klenna, Anastasia. Andrew Rannells, Falsetto. Will Rowland, Ooh. Dear Evan Hansen. This is tricky. He has... We got very drunk with two of these people, and I feel <laughs> obligated to choose them. Yeah, right. But they're both there, so maybe I say no one. One, two, three. Andrew, Andrew Rannells, falsettos. Oh, yeah. Because we got drunk because with them, so that canceled each other out. Exactly. And I know how much you loved him in that show. He just, like, really surprised me, and I, you sat next to me while I was convulsing of tears. I did. I watched. Okay. Through Kevin. my tears. Featured actress in a musical. Britton Ashford. Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet. Stephanie J. Block, Falsettos, Jen Colella, Come From Away, Laura Dreyfus, Dear Evan Hansen, Laura Bay Jones, Dear Evan Hansen, Jennifer Laura Thompson, Dear Evan Hansen. Woo. One, two, three. Jen, Jen Colella. Come From because Away. Because that's the only one you saw. And she's wonderful. <laughs> she is. Just her in the sky. Oh, she's so good. I'd probably, I would say Stephanie J. Block. I think she'll get it. I love her. Oh, but that, she, she belted, full belted with a banana in her mouth, like on the ground. I know. In front of us. Favorite funny performance. What fun categories. I know, I love that. Kevin on Broadwaisted. (laughs) I know, right? Come on Okay, this time let's just go with all of our hearts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? So it's Stephanie J. Block from Falsettos, John Bolton from Anastasia, Christian Borrell from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Angie Carl from Groundhog Day, but Midler, Hello Dolly, Will Rowland, Dear Evan Hansen. One, two, three. Will Rowland, Dear Evan Hansen. Give that boy some love. I think his performance was super... It was I haven't funny. seen it yet. Oh, right, right, right. Also, we literally just talked about the banana, so I thought we were all going to say something. True, 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 true. All right, favorite diva performance. Okay. Stephanie J. Block, Falsettos, Christian Chenoweth, oh, My Love Letter to Broadway. Diva? Glenn Close, Sunset Boulevard, Patty Lapone, War Paint, Bette Midler, Hello Dolly, Laura Osnes, Bandstand. One, two, three. Glenn Close. I know she's so cute. Glenn Close is great in the revival. I mean, mm-hmm. and that show didn't get a lot oh, of love. Oh, that's true. So I throw her some love. I say Bette Midler. Oh, this is cute. Favorite on stage pair. 
Christy Altamar and Derek Klena, Annalie Ashford and Jake Gyllenhaal, Danae Benton and Lucas Steele, Laura Dreyfus and Ben Platt, Christian Borrell and Andrew Randall's Corey Cott and Laura Osnes. Ready? One. One, two, three. Corey Cott and Laura Osnes. They were so cute. They were so delightful. Yeah, they were delightful. Okay, Kevin, you read the next one. Favorite breakthrough performance by a male. We have John John uh, Briones from uh, Saigon, Mike Feist from Dear Evan Hansen, Jake Ryan Flynn, Ryan Faust, and Ryan Sell for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The Charlies. The Charlies. Oh, okay. Uh, Will <laughs> Rowland for Jeremy Hansen, Anthony Rosenthal for Falsettos, <gasps> and Lucas Steele for Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812. Okay, All right. ready? One, two, three. Anthony, Anthony Rosenthal! Rosenthal. Oh, I didn't even see the show, but I just loved him in our Broadway Honestly, booth at Broadway Con. The way he horribly held a bat is everything. <laughs> Jewish boys who can't Favorite break <laughs> Favorite breakthrough performance female. Britton Ashford, Natasha, Pierre. Danae Benton, Natasha, Pierre. Savvy Crawford, Amelie. Laura Dreyfus, Dear Evan Hansen. Crystalline Lloyd, Dear Evan Hansen. Eva Noblezada, Miss Saigon. I've seen none of these. Me, I've seen two of them. Ready? Oh no, four of them. One, two, three. Eva Noblezada. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Uh, no one yeah. else had a vote. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking Danae Benton because I voted for her for the other one, but... I haven't seen any of them, but I've seen clips of Eva from the London production, mm. and she's magic. Agreed. Okay. Oh, replacements. Will Chase, Something Rotten, Brandon Victor Dixon, Hamilton, Jordan Fisher, Hamilton, Todger Cogged, Kinky Boots, Brian Darcy James, Hamilton, Javier Munoz, Hamilton. Oh my goodness, those... I saw almost all of them. One, two, three... Brian Darcy James, James Hamilton. Hamilton. Just, so who did you say from Hamilton? I said Javier. I said Brian Darcy James because he originated the role of the public. True, so true. it's like a come, a come I, homing, a homecoming. I said Will Chase because all the Hamiltons cancel each other out in my brain. That's okay. fair, and because you love uh, Luke Wheeler from TV's <laughs> from Nashville. Nashville. Okay, favorite female replacement. Sarah Bareilles, waitress. Alicia Desiree. Mandy Gonzalez, <laughs> Hamilton. Heather Headley, color purple. Lexi Lawson, Hamilton. Jenna Ushkowitz. Waitress. One, two, three. Heather, Heather Hadley. She was so good. Wait, that was last year. Oh, That's wow. weird. So the next category is favorite new song. And we have Charming from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comedy. And then the entire cast album. Basically, Dear Evan Hansen. Ready? Um, one, two, three. You For Forever. Oh, wow. Oh. I picked Only Us because it's the one song I truly can't get out of my head. Oh, and For Forever is the one I can't get out of my head. Oh. Actually, that's not true. Sincerely Me is the one I can't get out of I my head, but it's not nominated. because of the message. That was fun. Was yeah. Fun. Yeah. So, so everybody. I love those fun, I like those fun categories. So we just had fun, fun talking about you. You all can actually go on and vote. We're going to vote as well, but you can definitely go on and vote before. Yeah, we should probably actually vote. The even though <laughs> 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 we said it out loud, but it doesn't count so, until you click. So uh, you can vote on Broadway.com. <laughs> Uh, through May 17th uh, so you should definitely do that um, thanks for joining us for another round um, and tell I- us who you vote for yeah why not tweet us if you agree if you disagree if you hate us if you love us no not if you hate if you us, us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's raise our glass to freedom Zutu up. No, just me. Just me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were getting a quote. I forget there's never a quote oh, yeah, on yeah. another round. Zutu up. Bob. Cheers.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 